it's more resonant. That's where you get the deeper frequencies, is through the ass. Hello and welcome to yet another episode of Masters of Our Domain, a podcast which is allegedly about the hit 90s sitcom Seinfeld. I'm Milo Edwards, someone who's never seen Seinfeld, and I'm joined as ever by my co-host Phoebe Roy. Hello. That is all she ever says. Um, and this week we are joined by special guest uh, all the way from Paris. Uh, it's Seamus Malikovzeli. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing very well. Thank you for having me on the show about one of the best shows of all time. Yeah, I always say Paris in that skeptical of a voice. Ha- like, yeah, Paris? Paris? Like, what? Still? What? Um, no, I just you, well, I read you just the Paris reviews. You get around. Shed no Seamus. light on it. Um, and I was like, I, I'm pretty sure he's still in Paris. I mean, last time. The first time I was on Trash Future, I was living in Beirut, and then yeah. I was in Minnesota, and now I'm here. So it's fair. And now you're in Paris. Yeah. That is the classic trifecta, is oh, Beirut, sure, Minnesota, sure, sure. Paris. Every, yeah. every young cosmopolitan American, they make the same kind of journey. I understand. Yeah, yeah. There is going to be an Emily in Beirut Netflix series. <laughs> she just gets kidnapped. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's regrettable. It's a, t- it's a change of tone, certainly. I would enjoy that more. I think that would be kind of an Emily in Paris, an evil cradling crossover. A what? That was that book by that. There was that British guy who got kidnapped in uh, in Beirut in the eighties and wrote a book about it oh, called okay. "An Evil Cradling." It's quite a good book. I, I think you should maybe move past that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened in the eighties. Have you shut him there now? It's it's a different time. Yeah. To be fair, I think he wrote the book in the eighties. I don't think he's still going on about it. <laughs> he's just like time to jig this up from the I past. Think if I was kidnapped, I think I'd go on about it maybe forever. I think that I mean, would be it like is, my it story. It is inherently, I think, a pretty cool story to like tell. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a pretty good story. Yeah, yeah, it's like the um, like my uh, my Turkish barber's uh, school friend. Who oh, uh, I don't know if I've told this on the podcast before. Okay, twice. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, the short version, Seamus, is that uh, my Turkish barber knows a lot of guys who are now professional criminals, and because uh, they're all involved with like the Turkish and Kurdish mafia. And he was talking about this one guy, and he goes, "He's like, man, this one guy I know from school. Yeah, I don't even talk to him no more." And I'm like, "Oh, why? What?" And he's like, "Well, he's in jail." And I'm like, "Oh, what's he in jail for?" And he's like, "Well, the thing is, he was involved in drugs and that and all that mafia shit. But what he went to jail for was he kidnapped someone's mum." <gasps> I'm like. And then I'm like, oh, well, why did he do that? And then he goes, well, the thing was, to be fair, they kidnapped his mum. And I'm like, oh, I see. <laughs> you got to exchange the mums. I love the idea of there being like a kind of mum WhatsApp group, like comparing the kidnappers, like don't, don't get kidnapped by that one. He, mm. will, he does not have nice biscuits. Just <laughs> plain digestives. It's disgusting. <laughs> I tell you what, you're rassid. He's lovely, isn't he? <laughs> he's, a, he's a lovely boy. He's he makes a, a good cup of boy. tea. Yeah. He's made some mistakes in his life, but we won't hold that against him. A Julie Birchill's been kidnapped by the Turkish Julie Birchill yeah. showed up. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> they'd probably have much to agree upon Julie Birchill and the Turkish Mafia. Well, I'm not sure. Not too sure about that. Oh, maybe, maybe not. I think that's. I, I don't think, know. <laughs> I don't think that's. A, I don't think that's a fair assessment. <laughs> that would be Julie Birchill or the Turkish Mafia. That would Mafia. be funny if she became a big advocate of the Turkish Mafia. Like, They're all right, you know. You know, you know what? They live by a code. <laughs> they, and I respect and that. They, and they agree with me uh, on, on how the wokeness and the wokerati. Mm. I can't. I can't carry on. It's doing a difficult the voice. voice to do. It's, it's, it's like you the, have to have the special the like larynx. goblin larynx. Yeah, that is um, right. So goblin larynx. <laughs> I have two larynx. larynxes, my human larynx and my goblin larynx, which I, which I can Thank access. you for a girl who got that goblin larynx. <laughs> <laughs> she goblin on my shit. All right, what episode, right, okay, are, we, look, what episode we are, are we talking about we today, are, Milo? I'm trying to get the numbers right on this occasion. So 
Um, the, on, according to the official numbering, not the Netflix numbering, not your mum's numbering, it is season four, episode 17, The Outing. Um, yeah, we open with a bit. We do open with a bit. I've forgotten I what love, the bit I is. I love this episode. I'm Hang really on. happy to be doing a episode that I like again after a little bit of a troubling run. Mm. Yeah, there have been, there's been there some have spicy been some, ones. There's been some regrettable narrative decisions the last couple of episodes, I think. Yeah. Do you want to take us through the bit? No. It's flown out of my head. Oh, it's... um. Oh, God. <laughs> You're I just refusing. You're like, <laughs> no, no, I don't. I'm not no, going to do my this job. This is your job. This is your yeah. job. You always do the bits. I know. Spec savers have fucked my What's shit up today, and I don't bit? have the I remember notes. the I remember the closing bit. What's yeah. the opening bit? What is the opening bit? Seamus, do you Seamus, remember what the opening bit was? Yes, I remember what the opening bit is. I watched this episode like an hour ago. Okay. All right. Uh, Milo watched mm. it just now. He has no excuse. Yeah, my brain is just mush. That's my... I mean, oh, wait, no, we're, we're not talking about the uh, the cold open. We're talking about, oh, you're talking about the literal stand-up bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have yeah, no yeah. idea what that is. Oh, great. Oh, okay. I, I, I've cool. completely, hold on. I think I think it was some, it's got to be something about, um, oh, no, I, I do have it. It was, okay. uh, I, th- I, think it, I think it was about human lifespans, but I think that also might be the next episode. No, I think that's the about next About the old episode. man. Oh my god! Yeah, smooth front of my head. Hang on, that's this incredible. Is, this, is the, this is this is the problem. As soon as like, like someone asks you, it's like um, it's like being asked to like sing a song that you know all the lyrics to. Hang on, There's, usually <laughs> IMDb has it. Okay, well, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, you've like, dialed into uh, guys. We are we are professionals. No, no, no the issue is the, I, I need I need to I need to defend myself in some way. Just that all these stand-up bits, sometimes they relate to the episode at hand, sometimes they don't. Sometimes, sometimes just, they don't, that's Sometimes true. they're just things that Jerry just had on his mind and wanted to like put out there to an audience. And they all blend together, and that's why they ditched it after uh, Larry David left the show, and the show became worse. Um, huh? hmm. uh, that's a but, contro- uh, controversial statement. I the mean, they, they, kept, they kept bringing back Newman for more episodes, and Newman is good as a side character. Uh, when he... Put him in too many things. It's just so you. Uh, so you don't. You don't want Newman to have his own story. You don't want the. You don't want the Newman site. You don't want the Newman episodes. No, I don't think Newman has oh, enough going on. It's the birthday. It's the birthday. Oh, what oh, is it? yeah, that's it. He's talking about birthday. Little tired of pretending. I'm excited every time it's someone's birthday. This yeah. is it's nothing this to is do a, with the episode, though. It, it, well, it's about because it's Jerry's birthday during the episode. So, oh I guess. yeah, because guys, okay, okay, all right. Um, <laughs> He's experiencing yeah, fair, the concept like, like, of birthday. Fair enough. It's just overshadowed by discovering that he's gay. Yeah. Yes. Mm. There, there are two twin themes. Yeah, and there are the two wolves birthdays. inside every man, which is birthdays the birthday and boy gay. and yeah. homosexuality. Yeah. Yeah. Is the birthday boy necessarily an axis of being gay? I think it is. No, I think the, I think being the birthday no, boy is I a pretty being, gay thing I to think be. being gay and being the birthday boy are the two separate axes and it's like that those are the two <laughs> things that you're torn between. This is contemporary masculinity. I think so. Okay. Yeah. I think you can either be in your little sailor suit with the big lollipop or you can be or a Or you Berkheim. can be a birthday boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's Milo, I, I I do have a question. So <laughs> yeah. when you're gay, you're yeah. out, you're open. You're, you're mm-hmm. proud of it. Mm-hmm. And your birthday does come along, let's say December 8th. Yeah. Do you just stop being gay on that day in your mind? <laughs> is that I what you're arguing? You can, you can have a birthday, but you're not like the birthday boy. I think like the birthday boy is a certain kind of concept. It's like the little treats boy. The boy because the birthday boy, he's the birthday boy all year round. It's not about the birthday the itself. I don't think I don't think <laughs> 
<laughs> I think you're introducing new concepts here. <laughs> it's getting a treat from mother. Like, Wes Anderson is the birthday boy. No, 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 no. If you're getting a treat from mother, you're not the birthday boy. If you're the birthday boy, you're getting treats all year round. If you're getting a treat from mother, that's a, mm. that's a rarer event. I see. But what if mother gives you a treat every day? Well, then you're the birthday boy. It's starting to sound a bit sexual. <laughs> it's, it's, it's starting to. It's starting is to. Is Norman Bates the birthday boy? This is what we need to establish. Oh well, Norman Bates is the birthday boy. All yeah, year Norman around. Bates yeah, is the birthday sure. boy. Yeah, mm, yeah, that's canon now. He's a troubling birthday boy, but a birthday boy nonetheless. Yeah, it doesn't make you a birthday boy or not a birthday boy being troubling. No, it's a separate axis. It's a third axis. Okay, I think we're straying into some philosophical murk. It's the third political rail <laughs> being troubling. <laughs> According to the two main parties of the two-party system, being the birthday boy or being gay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. So Jerry is the birthday boy. Yeah, and Jerry is the birthday boy. In the opening bit, he is... He's going in he's on the concept of birthdays. He's going in on the entire concept of birthdays. Um, yeah. He is a mum's net poster mm. and thinks that adults shouldn't have birthdays. Yeah. So that's, that's his, right. he's that's Jehovah's his whole Witness. position. That's Jerry's oh, yeah. converting. Oh, yeah, Jehovah's Witnesses don't have birthdays either, no. do they? <laughs> Jerry, like, just every subsequent, like, the next Seinfeld episode, he's going on, I'm like, what's the deal with blood transfusions? What are you getting <laughs> someone else's blood put in you? What's that about? I used to know somebody whose boyfriend pretended to be a Jehovah's Witness so that he could get out of, like, recognizing her birthday. What? That, that's so good. That's, no, no, that's, that's Seinfeld. That's a Seinfeld. Yeah, that she, she did not find out until after they had broken up that he was from a Catholic family yes. and definitely 100% recognized oh. his and all other birthdays. How, wait, how long did they date for? What king? That like, seems like, like, like two years. How do you, why do you want to get out of like all holidays? Do they celebrate Christmas? Well, this was the I thing. Jehovah's Witnesses don't. Oh, do they not? No, I don't think so. Because they be- they believe in Jesus. Well, yeah, but oh. Christmas is in some yeah, traditions it's, like, it's a pagan. But, it's a it's supposed to be like yeah, allegedly yeah, a pagan yeah. holiday to celebrate. I think yeah, I th- I be- like okay, like serious, like seriously, like actually, correct me if I'm mm. wrong on this one, but I am pretty sure that Jehovah's Witnesses don't do Christmas. Jehovah's either. Witnesses actually celebrate the Saturnalia. Um, Birthdays, Christmas, transfusions. Those are the three big no nos. Yeah, no transfusions. <laughs> also, no voting. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, can't oh, vote. Yeah. Can't vote. Huh. Can't vote. That's the same thing that uh, a lot of conservative Muslims believe as well. Interesting. Vote voting oh, being a religion, some sort of thing. Okay. Yeah. Oh, as okay. a transfusions. Yeah, that's right. Blessings for the, the blood. Fourteen-year-old Jehovah's Witness kid, like locked in his room with a bunk You better not be transfusing <laughs> in there, boy. <laughs> if I catch you transfusing, I'll be so mad. Um, it's horrible. Like the kind of the underground clubs where they're all just dancing to the Happy Birthday song. Yeah. <laughs> like the well, nightclub from, the, from Blade. Yeah. <laughs> the original one or the uh, or like the Stevie Wonder one. Oh, the Stevie Wonder one. Yeah. Yeah. Like the like the funky one. Just the feels real, so rebellious. The really demonic. The really demonic yeah. version of Happy Birthday. Mm. Uh yeah. Um so yeah, so he just he just said that he was from a Jehovah's Witness family. That's iconic. And like she, if you find about she out that. Believed him. If you find out about that, like after you break up, you just have to like go and shake his hand. That's all you can do. And really. that's just such a like, that's such a like powerful chess move <laughs> to get out of celebrating someone's birthday. And the worst thing was as mm. well is that like the first time I met him, he was set, he was like he mm. told this long anecdote about how many brothers and sisters he had, and I said, "God, that's a lot," because he had like seven or something. Right. Okay. He was like one of eight. He was one of eight kids, and I said, "God, that's a, that's a lot." And he said, "Oh well, my fam- my family's Catholic." And so when this mm. girl, when this girl was like, "Oh yeah, so um, he's not getting me anything for my birthday because he's a Jehovah's Witness, so he can't," and I was like, 
sure that's not true, but okay, fine. I must have I must have misunderstood mm. what he was saying about his huge numbers and brothers and sisters. <laughs> I do incredible. I do love how Catholic is like a byword for like he would just love hitting it raw. That's what <laughs> <laughs> like Look, into that. My mum just loves it. Yeah, she just <laughs> she look. just simply loves the raw dog. She, what can I say? She's that, a barmaid. That, that and was it, that twice was, a night. That was <laughs> topical. topical um, that yeah. was his. Uh, that was his explanation. And oh. and I was and I didn't want to say. Well, that doesn't. Yeah. Is that does that really account for it as much? Like know. eight kids. It's a lot of kids. Mm. I feel like that's a lot of kids without being. Is coming in your. They made a reality show about having eight kids in America for a really long time. John and Cleopatra. Oh yeah, Yeah. but because they um, weren't they um, they weren't Mormon, were they? They were not Mormon. One of them, I I think, they were just regular like Americans. Regular Americans. Not not old. One saying like that, but I think they're just like very. They're not not religious at all. Cool original. They're not. They're not not religious. (laughs) They're they're just like they're a normal couple that decided to have eight kids, and but then there's Mm. uh, there's nineteen and counting. Yeah, it's like cool ben, ranch they were, they were really Cool ranch shit. Americans. Cool ranch Americans was the original title for Brokeback Mountain. Thank you. No, I don't like that. Don't like it. No, don't care for it. Okay, fair enough. Don't right, you don't have to like not, everything I do. Not going to give okay. that. Not going to give that even a smirk. Are we smirk. married? <laughs> <laughs> not even a smirk. Um, Seamus, do you have any opinions on birthdays? <laughs> whether or not are they going in the bin? Or um, are you the birthday boy? How I'm do you not feel? the birthday boy. I I, I turned twenty two uh, a couple months ago. Disgusting. Uh, Leave the podcast. I have, I have no. I have no issue with birthdays as a concept. Mm-hmm. Um, but twenty two. Yes. Okay. Nobody warned me of this. You didn't tell me before. I you forgot sp- to before you invited a twenty two year old into my orbit. Look at this. Look at this man. He's got like look a full. This. He's got a full look head of this. stubble. He's got like a voice as deep as Satan's. Like, and he's twenty two years old. What is going 22 on? Twenty two year old skin. <laughs> yeah. Were you born in the year two thousand? No, I was born in nineteen ninety nine. Okay. It's it's not that bad. Though I have yeah. met people, I meet people in college who were like born after nine eleven, and it's very distressing to me. So like I understand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's a, he's a Prince Zoomer, not a Robbie Williams Zoomer. I'm sorry. Well, it, uh, Prince was all about 1999. Yeah. Robbie Williams was all about the year 2000. Okay. Those are the two flavors Those in my mind. Oh boy. Okay. Yeah. Um. Mm. This is. I think this is an interesting bit because it okay. doesn't fit into any of his usual bit categories mm. this is just his, not a customer service complaint. it's not customer service it's not, not misunderstanding Ger- other people's jobs it's not jerry's suggestion box no so what what it's, is it's his a, hatred it's of a birthdays? straight up what the deal what's the deal actually isn't it it's a what's the deal no, with birthdays? i don't think it is what's the deal with birthdays it's like it's that he doesn't like birthdays and therefore thinks that nobody else should this is uh, mm. this is a new category, which Cult is leader Jerry Ger- Seinfeld. Jerry's curmudgeon corner. <laughs> Jeho- Jehovah's Seinfeld. Jeho- Jehovah's Seinfeld. Yeah, I- I- I'm excited for next week's bit where he's like, "You ever think about the end of the world and when it's coming?" <laughs> I do. I got a calendar. Why am I doing Obama? You ever think about how he should keep a can of paint in the hallway so he can dab the na- number you, of the beast the on my neighbor's doors? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What's the deal with the twelve tribes of Israel? What is the deal? With what is the deal? Yeah. Uh, we're Why have they got to be 12? Quickly running out of things to say about mm. Jehovah, about Je- the yeah, church I don't, I don't Jehovah, know a lot about, about Jehovah's Witnesses. Hall. You, you could dive right into a about. thing about the black Hebrew Israelites with the 12 Transmits real thing, I can see. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. They're, oh, they're, yeah. They're, they're fun. They're an interesting crowd. Yeah. Love them. Yeah. Love them. Yeah. 
Don't know much about them, but certainly some kooky but ideas. certainly willing to listen. Yeah, certainly <laughs> desperate to learn more, as Absolutely a British Premier League footballer once said. <laughs> Seamus, did you ever hear about this? Who, who, um, who? I feel I feel like I did. I tracked the black Hebrew Israelites very closely. And when who, people find out about them. What was, which footballer was this? What? Who the, said that they wanted to know more about the black Hebrew Israelites? No, about the Nazis. That was the oh, original. Oh, that's what it was yeah. for. Uh, Wayne Wayne Hennessy. Yeah, Wayne Hennessy, um, <laughs> who was in trouble for doing a Nazi salute at a dinner. Oh no! Which, which, in fairness, I think was intended to be a Nazi joke, not an "I am a Nazi" joke. Yeah, he, um, it was at a German. Yeah, he player. was. He was. Yeah, that, oh. that, that now, was the direction first, in question. Name Where, Wayne. Okay, hold on, hold on. Where? His first name's Wayne, I think. Right? Yeah, Hen- yeah, yeah it's, it's definitely Wayne Hennessy. Hennessy yeah, but yeah, I yeah, 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 yeah. He's um, he's a Welsh footballer. Um, and uh, his his manager basically went on TV and was like, "Look, this he's man not a is Nazi. too he's stupid just to be stupid. a Nazi." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, honestly, says- this wasn't supposed to be anything. Like, he wasn't trying to make any point. He really is stupid enough that this is what he does. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> and then and then he but then he continued and he went, "Look, Wayne doesn't really know much about the Nazis or any of that stuff, but he's desperate to learn more." And so then the headlines the next day were Wayne. Hennessy, desperate to learn more about the Nazis. <laughs> it was so good. It was like, so the, fucking like, good. The thing is with with uh, with young Hennessy is like he definitely like it's definitely true that he simply is too stupid to oh, know. 100%. Like, like there was absolutely no chance whatsoever that he was meaning it as like an offensive thing to do. Yeah, no. like he probably picked. He probably like picked it up off like an old episode of like dad's army that he watched with his nan like that's like probably yeah. like where he picked it up from yeah yeah that's what you do when you see someone the, german when the nazis do the nazi salute they just do the salute whereas when the guys who are doing it as a bit do it they do the mustache as well and my re- recollection was that he was also doing he the was mustache. doing the mustache as well yeah so that's how you so that's how you identify the difference so if, mean, if i'm being doing, anti-semitic so and i don't like the germans so Those if are they're the doing the mustache <laughs> yeah. then that's anti-german yeah <laughs> and if <laughs> they're not doing the moustache then that's nazi okay well i'm that's glad right. we've got yeah. that covered cool yeah um, um, yeah he was doing the moustache yeah like also his like initial defense was i was just waving which was pretty, <laughs> pretty, pretty funny <laughs> that was pretty good his and initial then, like, defense of i'm a jehovah's witness and then, his, man- and then his manager had to step in <laughs> and just say no 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 truly truly just a moron it's a bad it's bad when a football manager has to step in and be like look this man is stupid because that's that's kind of in the in the kingdom the kingdom of the blind <laughs> um, uh right um yeah so then we move on to they're in the cafe um, I've not got notes this episode, so I'm flying blind. Elaine is wearing a big coat. I like this big coat. That's Elaine's thing. You love a big coat, I do to love be a fair. Big coat. And that's your football manager handshake meme. Football managers love a massive coat. Phoebe loves a massive coat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. I don't have anything to add to that. No, that's just that's just the way it is. <laughs> there's just, not really there's the not really any analysis. I wish there. I was a football manager. Mm. Like I wish I, like, I people w- calling you the gaffer. <laughs> I would love someone to call me the gaffer. Yeah. I've tried to institute that at home, but George is having none of it. <laughs> <laughs> He's absolutely refusing yet, to call me the gaffer. And yet you are the gaffer. And yeah, I am. I yeah. absolutely am <laughs> the gaffer. Call me the gaffer in bed. I can't comment on that. I can't comment on that. cheers gaffer in my ear. Um, this just isn't... It's not as funny if you're not British, I'll say that. 
Because you're just, you're just not aware of the concept of footballers always calling their manager the gaffer. Gaffer, yeah. Yeah. Gaffer says. Well, surely Gaffer said, you know, we just went out and tried to play a smart game, you know, a passing game. And, you know, that's what the gaffer wants us to do. Yeah. yeah. Sort of thing a footballer would say. Um, <laughs> For example. Yeah. <laughs> Trouble was they had, you know, they had 10 men behind a ball. And you can um, tell if they do the moustache while they're talking about the yeah, gaffer, they're right. meaning yeah. to be insulting. <laughs> <laughs> They're engaging the in anti gaffer sentiment, Lennis. yeah. Des Lennis, Les Dennis. Yeah, Des Lennis. I can't Des speak. Des Lennis. The moustache like oh, Des Lennis. Well known moustache right. owner. Des Lennis, yeah. Um, look, they're in the cafe. Yeah. And they they're talking about Elaine's big coat, and there's these uh, two, two like cute chicks sat behind them. No, no, you, you, you've completely you, you've skipped past the, the main thing about the birthday. Oh, please correct which, me. Which I, is that? Which is that? George has tickets to Guys and Dolls for oh, uh, fuck, to take yeah. him and Jerry to Guys and Dolls, and I'm I'm going to use this to go on a slight As tangent, if two I may. Straight men would do. Please, please. go on it. Um, guys and you, dolls. I mean, you might have noticed that we've just started talking about the episode. No, 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 I understand. So you can be as tangential as you like. like. Permission from <laughs> you and oh, the audience by proxy. So much permission. Um, mm. uh, there was a um, there was a neo Nazi who went to my high school who was also okay. in musical theater. And uh-huh. um, I swear to God, this is real. <laughs> just a Mel Brooks bit coming to fruition. <laughs> he was he was in the, he was he was a neo Nazi who. Um, had an alter ego as a uh, a fascist folk singer as well. A fascist uh-huh. folk singer? A, and a, a in his folk real, singer? And in his public life, he was an actor in the local theater. And when Antifa um, uh, un- unmasked him, there was a video of him doing Guys and Dolls where he's like mm-hmm. dancing and, and like in this very like pretty peacoat uh, outfit. And then there's overlaid with his posts that he made on Gab where he's talking oh, about no. like, like, murdering people in mass uh mm. terrifying man um oh. that is my main way that i view guys and dolls now <laughs> um, nazis love it <laughs> the neo-nazi a ne- so, even a neo-nazi found happiness so in the, how in did he musical. feel about sondheim what was his <laughs> I, I, he seemed to I, what I remember, like he had this great respect for you know theater and the theatrical tradition and loved dancing and singing um but he also uh, was was a massive fascist um, who mm. uh, he made a he made a uh, recording of a uh, a white nationalist separatist anthem at one point. Uh, diddle I diddle O, let all white mm. men know. I remember that was one of them. Uh, insane oh. man, insane man. That's, um, al- that's also very undignified as mm. a as separatist anthems go. Like, have a little self-respect. With the, with the little with the little kind of folk diddly dee bits. Like, I, come on, man. I'm fascinated by the idea of a neo-Nazi who's like a tabula rasa guy who doesn't know anything about the ad- outside world. Like, I'm a raving anti-Semite, but I've always found solace in uh, <laughs> movies and theatre, <laughs> an area which I assume... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just got to get away from these Jews. Time to enjoy. Isn't it like a kind of a pe- like a like a Daryl from Peep Show? Like, when are people going to admit that you lot are just better at sport? <laughs> like, isn't that like isn't that sort of what it is? It's like like I appreciate that the like the Untermension are just better at musical theatre because like if you were mm. going to take a kind of all right, I love musical theatre, but I have a rule that I can only enjoy musical theatre by like by wasps 
Yeah. Then you're gonna you're gonna run out of musicals pretty quickly. You're gonna be doing a lot of. You're gonna um, do a lot of Gilbert and Sullivan. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. You'll be doing a lot of Gilbert and Sullivan. That is like I know like no, Nazi like, guys like, there's, no, like, there's no <laughs> method or con- consistency to this madness. Like yeah. the so man this is, is this is my problem with this guy, not the white <laughs> national separatism. It's yeah. the incoherence and inconsistency. <laughs> guy like rubbing his temples is like, okay, wait, so you're telling me that loads of these people are Jews? Oh yeah, and he's like, but not all of them. Oh no, some of them are gay. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Just, so, not, just the worst area for an answer. And my really. favorite is Sondheim. Wait, don't you dare tell me anything I'm not going to like about Sondheim. It's a good German name. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, George Costanza yeah. wants to take Jerry Seinfeld in his Nazi favorite musical. That's right. And um, uh, that's when, that's when, as you said, the two um, very nice looking women uh, sit down. Um, and Jerry is at the phone, at the pay phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, which is something that a lot of establishments used to have. Um, mm. uh, the last payphone I saw personally was outside a Seven Eleven. Uh, oh, I think yeah, it's the nice. only one I've ever seen. Um, but he is at this payphone and he is saying that uh, there's a journalist from NYU uh, mm. that is supposed to meet him at this diner. Uh, sits back down, explains that uh, this this reporter has never seen him before. Um, mm-hmm. So doesn't know what it, what she looks like. She doesn't know what he looks like. I think yeah, she does know a, what he looks like. She's a neo-Nazi, actually. She's very excited. <laughs> she's she a German comedian, Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> and it's a it's a horrible, um, mm. horrible, depressing affair. Um, <laughs> no, she doesn't know what what he looks like. That's like part of it. That's why she doesn't recognize him when she's sitting at the next booth. I mean, d- d- I mean, is it is it is that confirmed? I thought. Yeah, I thought- he said. Yeah, he says she doesn't even know who I am. Okay. 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 I thought, I thought that may have been some- she doesn't even know who I am. All right. Although, why she has been sent to that's, cover that's a comedian that she's that never why- heard of and has never seen is a little unclear. But it's but it's a necessary. Yeah, it's called covering a comedian. Huh? It's called covering a comedian. You're not going to meet ones that you know who they are. No, but you at least see like you see their 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 picture somewhere, like on a book. Eh, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. She uh, has. She hasn't seen him hasn't in seen order him. to n- in order to make possible the next mm. bit of yes. Plot. Uh, they are. Uh, she's eavesdropping on the conversation mm-hmm. behind them, uh, and that's when Elaine gets a genius idea, um, which is that George and Jerry should uh, pretend to be homosexuals for uh, this brief period of time for clout. <laughs> for clout. <laughs> yeah. Um, very much in, in the spirit of, you know, when you're at your friend's house when you're a teenager and you're on the phone with your mother and mm. all your friends start saying, like, uh, you know, uh, pass the pipe uh, in order yeah. to, to uh, you know, make, make your mother worried. Uh, it's in that same vein. But actually, um, well, the pipe is just each other's dicks and you're all sucking <laughs> each other off. One of, one, of my, one of my friends at school used to, whenever, like, her mom rang when she was mm. out with us, would say... This is this is this is my mum. Nobody talk about smoking, and it's like, what what do you think we're gonna do? Oh, I love the, smoking. Like, oh, smoking! Oh no, this we're makes doing, them all of us just more. doing some smoking. Light that, me up, would so you? So that's obviously what we did every single time. The and she never taste and of she n- and she never learned not to say it to us. Like not once, mm. not once did she learn. My mum, my mum like still bristles if I ever mention me or any of my friends having a cigarette, even though I'm 28 years old. She's, she sort of knows that she can't say anything about it, but she just sort of goes like, 
<laughs> it's like a sort of like it's such a like powerful British mother energy. Just, oh yeah, no, no, no. This is like this is completely fine. <laughs> like yeah. my parents take a very similar view. Mm, a dim view. A dim Actually, view. Seamus, you using the word establishment to refer to the cafe reminded me that while I was at the opticians earlier. They had a sign up on the wall that said, "There's no eating or drinking in this establishment." And I'm like, "It's, it's a spec establishment, is it? <laughs> Make it sound like a brothel yeah, or something." In this, in <laughs> this, in this franchise, <laughs> in this joint, <laughs> like in this eye testing joint. <laughs> Not in those shoes, pal. How bad are your eyes? No, but they. Uh, 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 so I think I think at this point, this is where it's established. Uh, mm. What sets, I think, this depiction of a quote-unquote gay mm. relationship uh, from mm. other art of the time uh, mm. in that uh, it's very uh, normal. Um, George is is talking about being homosexual and coming out um, in a very non-flamboyant way. Yeah. And Jerry's mm. responding to him in a very normal and unflamboyant way. Mm-hmm. Um, it just sounds like an actual conversation you might have, except for exactly. Elaine loudly yelling mm. that they should come out already. It's like it's it's so hugely different from uh, the kind of the running like gay panic theme that they have in Friends, which is literally just someone says like, "Yeah, you kind of come off as gay," and they're like, "What gay? No, uh, 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 I hate guys. I love women." If I had um, to describe the vibe of the show Friends, I think gay panic would be quite good. <laughs> <laughs> they should have renamed it Gay Panic. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah, and it's like it's like I know that like people now say like oh this this episode is like like hasn't mm. aged particularly well, but I actually don't I don't agree with that. I think it's like I think it's handled quite. Yeah. Like, I think it's and handled really of, like, pre- like pretty George well. And it's Jerry really funny trying to reassure people that they're not gay is handled in this quite like charmingly awkward way. Like yeah. they're constantly going, not that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, I think that's like I think it's really funny that ever that, that everyone who they deal with like is obviously like appalled by this. Uh, it's obviously appalled by this news, not because they should be, but because like it's 1993 it's, or whatever. No, yeah. it's not even because of that, but no. but just because like that's like a relatively unsurprising thing mm. for very elderly Florida dwelling parents to be mm. to not be that. Florida keen on has as an, an effect idea. on the cortexes of the mind. The idea yeah. of the panic itself. Yeah, it should be reacting like this at all. But they all yeah. know. I mean, I have they, a panic of my age. But they all know that they shouldn't be reacting like this, and yeah. so they so mm. they have to mit- so they have to mitigate it in this very mm. kind of "but I voted for Clinton" kind of way. Mm. Yeah, and I like it. I think it's I think it's delightful. <laughs> Let and, me tell you what happens after a couple funny. of joints. You know, that's <laughs> that's between you and God, my friend. That's still Owen Wilson. Bill Clinton guessing it. That is not Owen Wilson. That sounds pretty authentic like Clinton, I gotta say. Owen Wilson is got a different tinge. He doesn't have that like real he doesn't have that southern right? Oi, oi. I was bored during the Clinton administration. All right. I I I know what he sounds like. Just about but a baby shameless nodding along to the Accessing your toddler memories. Look. All I'm gonna say is that uh, at the time that this was uh, this was uh, released, um, it won a Glad Award mm. for some reason. Um, uh, I, I mm. want to say for its depiction of uh, of something, and uh, Seinfeld himself was was afraid of it coming across as homophobic, but it didn't turn out that way. Uh, and it, it, yeah, as you said, it's aged yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, mm. And of course, 
from this point, uh, the mm. reporter, as many journalists are, uh, cannot mm. resist the pull of a good story uh, about this mm. uh, attractive young comedian, um, young, mm. quote unquote, comedian, mm. uh, Jerry Seinfeld. What was 39. age is he? Yeah. He's 39 at the time of this airing. Yeah. Um, uh, she does the cover and call where she says, oh, I, did, I guess I missed you. Um, and then they, they go to, uh, they, they meet up at his apartment and Costanza's there. Mm. And then they meet each other and then they feel like they recognize each other. Um, we and completely met, we have completely oh, we've missed, George, we've missed, missed, story we've missed <clears throat> George's storyline in this. Just that he's, he's, he's trying he's to break, out he's, with a woman who's trying try, to get rid of. Yeah, he's trying to break up with his girlfriend. His name is Allison. And she threatens to kill herself. So he says, ah, okay, George's fine. got a BPD girlfriend from Twitter. I, 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 oh I really, <laughs> I really want to like, existed. I really want to make it clear. The yeah. opening of this episode after the cold open, it's genuinely distressing. Like <laughs> Allison is the, the actress playing Allison is just selling this. Oh yeah. And it's very upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like, uh, but yeah. I, I, I love the bit when she says like, I, I, I don't want to live. And he sort of says, because of me. Yeah. No, no, I'm nothing. And then Elaine says, "What over right, you? Over you? Yeah." And yeah. Uh, it's uh, reasonable. Mm, yeah. And that should be the line that you take if someone becomes very, very distressed in the course of a breakup. You should just say, "No, no, 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 no." If you have to kill yourself, do it over something worthwhile. Yeah. Do it over Jodie Foster or something. Jodie Foster. Oh, she's just inspired a lot of kind of slightly deranged acts. <laughs> not not through any fault of her own, I might add. Just, no. just by pure coincidence. Welcome to the uh, Jodie Foster blaming segment. No, no, no. No, I'm not blaming Jodie Foster for it. It's not Jodie Foster's fault. I want that on the record no, it's anyway. It's a brand new regular section of the show yeah. where we blame Jodie Foster for stuff. It's, it's purely coincidental that a lot of mad people have fixated on Jodie Foster. I don't know why. Other than John. I can yeah, only think I'm, of one. I'm I can only think of John, of John it's quite a, it's quite a It's quite a bright example. I mean, it's a example. startling one. It is, it's yeah. a beacon for <laughs> yeah. other, for other um, mad obsessives. But I also find the idea of trying to kill the president to impress a girl quite charming. <laughs> like, there's something Aww. quite funny about it. Yeah, I mean, like, but... <laughs> like, yeah. was it what would Jodie thought... Foster like? What could I give Jodie? What do you get the woman who has everything? Was, Murdering was, Ronald was Reagan? Was it that he thought that Jodie Foster particularly disliked Ronald Reagan? And he was probably right. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I think Jodie Foster mm. was like. Wasn't she like in college? I. I don't think she had mentioned any political views of any kind. I think you know it's taxi driver kind of thing. Like mm. I got to do something to make her notice me. It doesn't really matter what it is. So mm. I don't think John Hinckley has any political beliefs of any kind. A lot of people noticed. Other than wanting to kill no, Ronald no, no, Reagan. No, no, no. I think no, 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 no. I think that he like he really disapproved of uh, Reagan's uh, mm. Reagan's economic. Uh, economic standpoint and uh, and thought that he deserved to die because of it. Yeah, because obviously terrorists exist on a spectrum of like uh, how political they are on on like one end, and then also like uh, how how much they were motivated by getting pussy on the other end. Mm -hmm. And in like completely opposite corners, you've got uh, Ted Kaczynski and fucking right, well, John where, Okay, well, where are the where are the hijackers? Because I feel like pussy was a big motivator. Yeah, I think I think they're they're like uh, so Ted Kaczynski is like bottom left, like maximum politics, minimum pussy. Hijackers are like top. Top left, mm -hmm. uh, uh, maximum pussy, maximum politics. John Hinckley, top right, minimum See, I politics. I don't even think it was political. I think they pussy. just hated those buildings. Um, they just thought they just really marred the skyline. Interesting. 
<laughs> well, they were like kind of like, they were um, like clean they were air like, <laughs> Prince enthusiasts. Charles, yeah. clean air enthusiasts doing air yeah, they wanted to kind of, they wanted to kind of build a sort of what's the carbon what, footprint of nine eleven. <laughs> Uh, that, oh. You see, that's why Al-Qaeda couldn't have been anarchists, because they would have been stuck in arguments about the carbon footprint of 9-11. Yeah, well, like, some of them would have mm. shown up on November the 9th, <laughs> the because French they ones. just fa- this failed to <laughs> I do not understand this planet. date format. They didn't fill in the Google Doodle properly. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I can't remember what we were talking about. We were we were talking about uh, my uh, George's has, girlfriend, which my, is my, my mind's which, been wiped by the expression "maximum politics, maximum pussy," <laughs> which I think we should get as get as merch. That's the new that's the new podcast motto. <laughs> yeah. George, George's girlfriend breaking up. That's that's a that's a I would always call it. It's a background plot that it's a ba- George it's, it's, could, should concern himself with B-plot. more, but mm. does not uh, during the course of events. Um, yeah. But they're at the they're at the apartment now being interviewed, and yeah. mm-hmm. she's very clearly the NYU reporter is very clearly um, uh, picked up on the fact that these men are are gay, um, and they seem to have a very um, fun not fun but like what's the word like like it's super cute it's like a it's, super it's cute, cute it's, relationship it's, it's, it's kind of catty but like they clearly have affection for for each other and that's what I think is so charming about this yeah. plot like about this plot in general is that like with a few tweaks mm. they do have this very very long running very charming gay relationship there's even mm. a mute cute moment that they describe where they're yeah. in gym class and he falls yeah, on like that, in any other movie that would be like yeah it's you know, adorable yeah. It's, mm. it's, it's adorable yeah like they like they they absolutely resist the temptation to have either of them engaging in any particular kind of like offensive stereotype, like stereotype behavior. Like it's literally just showing two two men who've had a very very long running relationship, and just with one shift in perspective, it's a romantic one and not just a very long friendship. And I think that's delightful. Yeah, mm. it's, it's 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 charming. Nothing wrong with it um, up until uh, the reporter very clearly wants to know about them being gay, and they catch on and. George starts screaming at the top of his lungs, <laughs> saying that he's not gay because she can have sex with him right now. <laughs> she wants to. It's like he's not gay. Um, not there's anything wrong with that. Knocking, knocking all the pieces off the board, <laughs> completely rearranging the paradigm. I'll have sex with you right now to prove I'm not gay. Yeah, amazing. This this is seven D chess to have sex with a woman. Um, what just saying you're gay? Yeah, so she thinks she's getting one over on you by having sex with you. And this that's a, no, the, this is a pickup artist strategy. Like, oh yeah, this fuck is like it is, a, isn't it? Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh if, you say, if you say if you say you're gay, then she's more likely to trust you. She's more likely to let her guard down around you. And then if like, and then if you sleep with her, then she then she'll be all like, oh, I must be the most amazing woman in the world because oh I because I turned him. Oh yeah, it's fucked up. Mm. Oh my god, <laughs> that's, that's a very mannish so, looking woman. That's so insane. All that. All, All that. that. There's yeah. a um. There's a there's a film about. Yeah, um, I know. I'm pronouncing about, Chuck and Larry. No, I'm thinking there's something else. One. No, it's about a uh, about a guy who pretends to be gay in order to in order to become this wo- the woman he fancies gay best friend, and then he ends up being given an award for being gay. Uh, it's a '90s film. <laughs> to, to be clear, it is a very much a '90s film. Um. And or maybe like early noughties, and then he ha- and then he like feels guilty. So when he's accepting his gay award, he's like, "Oh, by the way, I'm not gay." And she's like, "But like, I trusted you, and like, I let you like come and sit and talk to me while I was in the bath. Like, what the fuck? Actually, no, I do love you after all." 
And I can't remember what it's called. Oh. I can't remember what it's called. It's got Matthew Perry in it and oh. Neve Campbell. It's like a real kind of mm. speed run tour. Of oh, wait, 90s. wait, it's an American film. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought I thought the way you're describing, I thought it was going to be a British film, and then I was thinking no, about. No, no, I think no. Was, I'm, I'm, I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about Danny Dyer being in the lead. Role. <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I'm not gay, you slag. I'm not. I'm not a sausage, Nigel. Sausage, Nigel. <laughs> Worst to that effect. Words I can't remember what effect. this film is called. Yeah. Well, in the meantime, Jerry and George's like uh, pally pseudo gay relationship has reminded me of. Um, I used to go out with this girl who worked with a guy who I was pretty sure was like cl- closeted gay. Like just like a lot of like, the, particularly because the way he'd always had a girlfriend, but the way he would talk about women was like extremely like forty year old virgin and that kind of like. You know, like men who are like not attracted to women, but are being like, "What would a man who's like attracted to women say?" <laughs> yeah, it was quite. Oh, she was first in the queue when they were handing out chests. Yeah, yeah. And then one time we were out with her and him, and then a couple of her other friends who were openly gay men. And she went up to the bar, and he just turns to these guys and just goes, "Ah, it must be so great being gay." And they're both just like, "What?" <laughs> and then he's like, "He's like, you know, it's just two blokes. You know, you just get in a pint and watching the football. It must be great." And they went. It's not all fun and games, you know. <laughs> a lot of it's arguing about interior design. <laughs> and then she came back from the bar. I'm like, you're not going to believe what he fucking said. <laughs> um, a lot of it's arguing about interior design. Yeah. That cannot possibly be true. Well, I think he was taking the piss a bit. I think that was partly a, a self a self send up. So of, when of you sorts. finished with the he was quite a camp football, gay man. I think you on then the, start arguing you know. about interior design. That's right. When it's over, sometimes during the football, get a DFS ad in the middle of the halftime. Well, that's that's mm. bisexuality. Oh, okay. If you argue about interior design, you're watching football, football, but you've got purple lighting on in the room. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <sighs> yep. Um, good. So that was that. Um, I thought we'd all enjoy that little so sidebar. I did um, enjoy the sidebar. So, so Costanza is a, is a bicon. Otherwise, yeah. he wouldn't say that he would have mm-hmm. sex with the NYU reporter. It's a little bit unclear how old this young woman is supposed to be well she's a she's a grad student so she so she's a she's a grad student right so she's, she's studying journalism so yeah. she's definitely not like 19 right no but she's 22 and this and this kind of i mean as a as the episode plots along it, it goes to the new york post uh and then suddenly everybody knows um and then jerry is particularly concerned with um, that everyone at NYU thinks he's gay, which hmm. is Why very Jerry revealing Seinfeld about... Be concerned about this? It's, it's revealing of his own kind of neuroses, um, <laughs> mainly because at this exact same time he was dating a 17-year-old uh, girl. It may well be. Um, I would like the idea that Jerry Seinfeld was planning to be in a kind of like never-been-kissed type scenario where he goes to NYU in his mid-30s to like re- redo his degree. That's um, not what Never Been Kissed is about. Never Been Kissed is about. Well, she goes back to high school, doesn't she? No, and she, then, she, no, she does, kissed, but like. Never Been Kissed is about. But is not it, to repeat her, not to repeat the high school experience, <laughs> it's to like report on like nefarious goings on in the high school. Yeah. And then make out with a child. And then make no. out with a child. No, 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 she, no, makes no, no, no. she makes out with a teacher who, at the yeah. time, thinks that she's a child. Yeah. <laughs> and that's fine. So she is the non-C. Because it was 1999. That's crucial, yeah. 
That's but, it. But, so no, okay, now this is the point though. He is a very hot young teacher and mm. who's to say if that's that's the same kind of illegality. So this is a companion piece to what we were talking about in Mall Rats yesterday, which is uh-huh. the guy sleeping with a girl that he believes to be in her mid twenties. And to be fair, it does look like she's in her mid twenties, no, but then it turns he out she's not. That she's 16. What the Ben Affleck guy does. No, 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 no. It's the oh it's the opposite. Because isn't isn't she going around telling these men that she's much older? Yeah, in yeah, in Morat she yeah, is. Yeah, that's but, what I'm saying. But, in but then in, in, this, in this film, it's the inverse, where it's, it's a woman inverse, who yeah. is of age, but is telling people she's not. And yeah, so, but yeah. then her brother shows up as well, who is also in his like twenties or thirties, mm. and also gets together with like a sixteen-year-old girl. And and mm. the main character is like, what are you like? What are you doing? You can't just like show up at my high school. You're going to ruin my cover. As opposed to, why are you trying to get off with a sixteen-year-old? Fucking this teacher. Yeah, you're going to ruin me fucking this teacher. Mm. It's got Jessica Alba in it. Never been kissed as a really, oh. really like minor bit part. Mm. Mm. Jessica Alba is actually the school janitor. Yeah. Got She's the really. mascot. You never see her. She's just wearing a massive costume. <laughs> Completely wasted in the big baseball costume. Oh God, we're going to have to sit do Never Been Kissed for a movie corner now, aren't we? We are, yeah. For fuck's sake. All right. <laughs> hey, Seamus, do you want to come back and talk about <laughs> talk Never about Been, been Kissed? <laughs> I agreed to come back for one more episode. I'm not coming back for Never Been Kissed. It's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it's definitely oh, up there. We don't talk about good movies on this show. No, no, That's I'm just sure, I'm sure. But it's like... <laughs> I don't know. I, I I once heard about the story of um two extras who were on Never Been Kissed, and they were they had to be mm-hmm. on like a Ferris like um like one of those whirly rides mm-hmm. for like yeah. nine hours straight during the oh, night no. just because they had to shoot the scene. It sounds hellish. It I don't want to. I don't want to see human suffering on screen. Real human suffering on screen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Never been Never Been Kissed is an interesting is an interesting like curio of nineties high school films. Because the boy in it who's supposed to be like the king of the school is the least convincing king of the school mm. I've ever seen in my entire life. He looks like a kind. He's he not like, even got a crown. He looks like a starved Komodo dragon. <laughs> a starved Komodo. Dragon. Yeah, who's he, like, who's he played by? It's like it's he he he's only in this one film. I've never seen him in anything else. Uh, what's mm. he called? He's called. He's the main, the character's called Guy, I think. Um, we'll look him up. We'll look him up. It's, we'll send you the picture. He's just some guy. But yeah, he looks like a starved Komodo dragon. Oh, okay. Yeah, I have seen this film, but a long time ago. Um, but and then I'd misremembered it in my head as she went back to high school because she she never got to kiss anyone when she was at high school. So she was no, trying to have her no, first kiss. That's, that's why she. That's why she. That's why she agrees. That's why she agrees to go undercover because she's like, this is a chance to like correct my terrible time at high school and so i'm gonna go i'm gonna go back to high school and like rewrite history and then maybe i'll like you know get to be like get to be kissed without thinking it through there are massive psychological (laughs) complications here individual um psychosis neuroses Mm. um she doesn't turn back the clock yeah she doesn't think it she doesn't think it through to the extent that she doesn't Mm. think about the logical next step of this which is either I, so I guess that either means that I'm going to have my first kiss with a 16-year-old or that means that I'm going to have my first kiss with a teacher who thinks that I am a 16-year-old. Neither is good. Or the school Either tennis coach. <laughs> or the school mascot. Yeah, or the Just mascot, in case yeah. it's got Jessica Alba inside it. You never That's know. That's why you should snog every mascot. Schrodinger's mascot. <laughs> Just yeah. in case. 
That's right. It could be. It might as well be Jessica Alba. You don't know. You never know when speaking, there's going to be a of, concealed potty. Um, uh, really um, strange uh, psychological uh, um, mm. uh, developments. Um, somehow after this, um, the, this, the episode switches to um, him and the reporter making out on the couch. Mm-hmm. Um, in what well, I can only describe, this, we get all this furore, don't we? Where because like Kramer comes in and he's like, "Why oh, didn't you oh, tell right. me you were gay?" And yeah. he's furious. Yes, yes. Not Kramer's, Kramer's Kramer's doing furious. his thing, and then yeah. George is like, "Oh my god!" Because the piece has been syndicated, so loads of people have seen. It. And like, and I feel like this hmm. student journalist isn't getting enough recognition for her like university paper piece being syndicated. Yeah, no, that that's um, crazy. I think that's like a re- it's like a really big deal yeah. and no one even says She's well done. She's made it onto the sidebar of shame at 22. And this is it's and big. this is just, you know, how uh how women get diminished and you know and get undermined and uh, just end up as the side side plots to uh to a man's hero's journey and I think that's disgusting. Look, I've I've written for the school paper before. None of my sources have no ever one's getting up. no no one's getting fucking syndicated. Seamus actually off still the writes university the paper. All I want to say is that I agree. You know this this one has done great. Um, yeah. This is a shame that it's entirely defamatory and libelous. Yeah, um, it's, a sh- it's a shame that she should by rights be in prison <laughs> or, bankru- or bankrupted. <laughs> they imprison people for libel. They should. They should. There should be the punishment. There should be a li- Yeah, there should be a libel's libelers prison. Yeah, like there used to be a debtors prison next to the slanderers prison. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Stick them all in there. Stick I think they have those in-, in Saudi Arabia. Billingsgate. Was there a prison in Billingsgate? Maybe, yeah. You're you're in the there's a market there. You're in the you're in the libelous well, prison. You're like not- you hear there's a slanderous prison. They're like it's just a rumor. <laughs> <laughs> Come on! Come on! Come on! That was pretty good. Phoebe's begrudgingly chuckling at that. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um. See that slander. <laughs> Actually, no, it's mm. not because it's recorded, so it's, it's libel. libel. Yeah, yeah go to the real yeah, you're prison. Going to the prison. Yeah, they won't right. give you pens in the libelers' prison. Yeah, just in case you commit more libel. Yeah, you can't be you can't be too they careful with those libelers. They won't give you any podcasting equipment. It's a nightmare. Yeah, no, no, no YouTubing equipment. No, yeah. I, that would be not. cool. A, a prison YouTuber. Well, That's such a cursed I mean, guy. Have, like people smuggle at smartphones and they're like posting on Reddit and Twitter and stuff. Yeah, didn't Hinkley? Start oh, his YouTube channel. He's, 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 all, he's, yeah. um, he's on parole right now. I think he's actually not on yeah. parole anymore. So you can but do didn't that. He, but didn't he, but st- he, first he started, started his YouTube- it in yeah, prison? I think I it think. was as part of like an authorized prison project. He was allowed to like post videos under supervision. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, because obviously you're not allowed. You're not allowed on the internet normally. <laughs> you're not allowed but... to do video essays. Yeah, you're, allowed. <laughs> you're allowed to do magnetic <laughs> all right, fields. All right, covers. but no cam girling, John Inkley. There will be no. There will no, be no bathwater selling. No discussion of the flat Earth, John Hinckley. Just a guy, a guy. No manifestation techniques. Pointing at the like combination toilet sink unit and doing the like YouTuber soy face in the thumbnail. <laughs> and it's like prison wine 101. I think it would be very funny if they instituted a new law at YouTube, which mm. said that you had to do the YouTube thumbnail, like regardless of what your content was. Oh, God. <laughs> really <laughs> difficult for like serious historians. Yeah. 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 And. David Starkey should have to do the yeah. face. He, he should be obliged by law <laughs> to do the face. Like some some weird and probably quite offensive theory, but just combined with the soy face. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> Why colonialism was good and then just like <laughs> big open mouth grin. Yeah. Elizabeth the first overrated. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think that one would be the like palm over mouth wide open, like the shock, the shock yeah. face. Yeah. This is great for this uh, <laughs> for visual this medium. Visual medium. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then, and uh, George's mother is shocked. She goes back to the hospital because she's so shocked. Just I call like back this to the masturbation back. episode. I like yeah. this call back with the sponge bath. They start giving a it's man a sponge bath. You don't get that it's a lot in episode you of don't, TV. You don't, you don't. Mm. And I enjoyed it. You respect it. I respect yeah. it. Yeah, there was also uh, um, the, the soldier who comes up uh, in the diner and says I, I, that Jerry Seinfeld has inspired him by coming out, uh, even mm-hmm. if it means that he'll be dishonorably discharged yeah, from the U.S. I, military. I, I like this mm. bit. I think it's an... It's- You've inspired me to go back to NYU. <laughs> <laughs> and finally and finish my degree. Channel. Yeah. <laughs> and invent YouTube, in fact. You've inspired me to get pussies <laughs> at NYU. NYU's not a big pussy university. Is it not? No. Famously. Famously. What pussy? You go to Cornell. Is that? <laughs> that's the pussy university. That's the pussy you go university. to Ithaca, New York. That's <laughs> yeah. where the pussy's at. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's why Odysseus <laughs> was trying to get there. <laughs> yeah. That is correct. Yeah, that is right. Spent spent 10 years trying to get to uh, Cornell the, University. Got to fight through the suitors to get there. That is right. Yeah, you do have to do that. Um, yeah, and so serving maids. It's all it's all kicking off. But yeah, as Seamus was saying, he starts making out with the NYU reporter on the couch. Which I mean, she's she's hot. Uh, okay, we but, say uh, it. Sharon is hot. However, yeah. oh, is her name Sharon? That's name a shame. Sharon is impressive. However, she also has a boyfriend who she mentions. I, th- I think she well, she so lied about Jerry. that. I imagine she lied about that to like. Make it oh, what, to like, establish a to rapport. To establish a rapport, uh, make it more relatable. That you know, yeah, she just was men in her life. Real um, yeah. Woodward and Bernstein thing going on there. That's good. Two great German comedians. I was making a callback to the the Nazi oh, theater enthusiast earlier. Woodward and Bernstein weren't comedians. What were they? Journalists. They broke Watergate. Oh right. No, I, th- I thought <laughs> I thought that was the joke. Apparently, <laughs> he didn't no, 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 that's that. not the joke. No, no, no. Never assume he's doing a bit when he's just being a dumb. He's just being okay, a dumbo. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> Look, he's not a smart neo-Nazi, okay? <laughs> like, he doesn't really follow current affairs. That's part of his deal. Watergate the musical. Yeah, that's that would be fun. <laughs> that actually, would be fun, that yeah. would be fun. Yeah. Um, no, but um, so they're they're making. But this is where the George plot yeah. background plot comes back in because he realizes that this massive story about him him himself being gay mm-hmm. in all the national papers. Um, will result in this girl finally breaking up with him. Um, but she demands proof. Um, Which is fair. Like, because uh, I mean, pl- I think I think you should just listen to um, what your partner says. Sure, but I, al- but I also gay. think if someone has decided they want to break up with you, then you kind of have to accept it anyway. And she's yes. already she's already indicated that she's not a great mm. respecter of boundaries. So, mm. um, so I think it's not that surprising that she wants. Oh no! That's sure that he's not lying. And um, also, bearing in mind that she's presumably supposed to have been seeing him for like a bit, certainly long enough to have feel this strongly about him. So she knows that he's a liar, and mm-hmm. she knows that he will lie to get himself out of situations. So I don't think it's I don't think it's so unreasonable. Also, there is no real indi- like we never understand how much time happens between episodes because like Jerry has a new girlfriend like every week. Uh, yeah. Santa also has so a new girlfriend George, like every yeah. week. But they, but they later on they start to like they start to go a little bit meta with that stuff. So like, mm. 
Um, so much later on, Elaine says to Jerry, how long have you been seeing her? And he says, I don't know, since the last one. Um, <laughs> which is very, it's very good. They, they understand. They understand. Um, they understand like the point sometimes. of the show. Well, I, it's a little bit like that. Yeah. Um, like I, rem- I remember once you saying about how like you'd stop like you'd stop seeing someone, and I said, "Did I know about this one?" You said, "No, I couldn't be bothered to tell you." <laughs> I was like, yeah. "Okay, fair enough." That is sometimes the energy. <laughs> Just yeah. sometimes, I, like, I this related. Is not, this is not worth filling Phoebe's brain with. I related to George's storyline here, where you're just when you 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 kind of you stumble into something, and then you're like, "Oh, I got to get out of this," but I've al- I also want to get out of it in a way that like no one gets upset. But then that's a kind of a that can mm. be a tricky. It's indeed a tricky mm, one. Yeah. Uh, I've never uh, pretended I was gay to get out. Stray observation. There is a mm. running bit about George wanting to be called buck naked if he was a porn star. Oh, okay. And it turns out that this is not something that he has... Uh, it, it, he thinks that this is a new thing mm. that he's come up with, but it turns out that he's said it to people like multiple times before. Ah. So that's just a... Again, it's a little stray observation. George Costanza would make a good porn star. He's got a kind of Ron Jeremy thing going on. That's interesting. Mm. The, the stocky Jeremy short. I don't, think, I don't think Ron Jeremy is a very good porn star anymore. I, think, I was going to say, I think Ron he's in Jeremy prison. get did he, did he very get in much some big trouble? He's, he's in massive trouble. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't mean, I'm not talking <laughs> big, about... Big trouble in little I'm Jeremy. I'm not talking about Ron Jeremy's personality, just on an aesthetic level. Um, aesthetic I, I, will, level. I understand, I, I understand. However, yeah. we oh, must um, clarify that Ron yeah, Jeremy not... is in prison for decades. Oh, okay. We are not supporting <laughs> not Ron supporting Jeremy. Ron That's Jeremy. a key element of this. We're merely, yeah. um, we're merely comparing him. On an aesthetic level. Yeah, that's yes. right. We're not comparing okay. George Santa's personal life to Ron Jeremy's personal no. life, no, which no. is vile and evil. Um, yeah. However, no, that's right. however, um, Cassandra goes up uh, uh, the stairs and has devised an ingenious uh, way, mm. he thinks, of explaining this. He's going to find Jerry in his apartment, assumedly. Um, Jerry, he, I think he'll assume that Jerry will, will continue the bit with this person who he's told him about. Um, but it is all fouled up by um, seeing Jerry make out with this woman on the couch. And Cassandra is forced to improvise by having a massive freak out about uh, Jerry being bisexual, mm. I think. Yeah. That he's with a woman now. Mm-hmm. Um, and that becomes its own thing. Uh, which Stumbles into Jerry's apartment. It's all lit up in purple. <laughs> he's like, what's going on? Um, isn't, isn't, this, isn't yeah. this episode where, Jer- where Jerry says to George that if in 1930s Berlin, George yes. three stepping past, saying "Follow along, follow along," because mm. George re- George respects the principles of improv. Jerry yeah. does not respect the principles of improv. So instead of yes anding him, he is no. He is mm. knowing him, and that's no good. Yeah, no good, a- Jerry. No matter how badly bad, it's going for you, you're friend. bound by the rules of improv. <laughs> you're bound by the rules of improv. They are the laws of the land. You know, mm. find yourself in the. Uh, in the improvisers stocks should there be like an, <laughs> the an, improv prison. an improvisers promised land yeah there should yeah <laughs> going well, like on israel? my yeah. birth <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it should also be israel yeah. <laughs> the, just to add some yeah, complexity a two-state solution but israel has to share with the improv guys yeah okay yeah yeah That's all right the, yeah <laughs> they're constantly having to improvise that could be fun mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. would really shake things up in the knesset no one can know anyone. <laughs> Just have to yes and. <laughs> there you go. Would that be good for politics? I don't know. I don't know. 
Do we need would it be maximum improv? politics? That's the question. <laughs> it, it certainly wouldn't be maximum it pussy. It would not be maximum so There's one pussy, thing we know then. about improv, guys. Oh. Not maximum pussy. No, absolutely not. No, they're not George Costanza. No. You know, at the college I went to in Boston, there was a comedy studies major where you studied oh. to be a comedian. You could get a BA in a comedy oh, no. studies. Incredible stuff. Oh, no. Was it literally all just, peop- just people just showing up doing like exaggerated Boston accents, being like, this is a comedy accent? When when you when you go to the website of my college and you see like the banner image for comedy studies, it's literally just people in a circle in an improv class going like like hey like that shit. We don't do comedy oh, studies amazing. because it's easy. We do it because we do it's, it's hard. hard. It's terrible. Yeah. Um, uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> that was excellent. <laughs> <laughs> there there is there are some universities in in Britain that offer stand up comedy degrees. I think oh I remember once being at a stand up comedy gig years ago, and I was still a student, and there was a guy there who was studying was in the third year of the stand up comedy degree at I believe Southampton University, and um, was really bad at stand up comedy. And I'm like, this is not it's not boding like. Surely it's better to get a degree in something else and be bad at stand-up comedy than have a degree in stand-up comedy and be bad at stand-up comedy. Just to play devil's advocate, mm-hmm. is it that different from like theatre or drama as a degree? No, no. That, degree it's it's essentially the same. Cause, the same thing with journalism as well. Because this woman mm-hmm. in this episode is a journalism mm-hmm. major and she's uh-huh. defaming this person constantly. Yeah. And also a lot of people in journalism so she majors... Be, so she should yeah. be failed yes. on her degree. Yeah. Yes. I think uh, it's less be of put a... in Libeler's prison. Yes. Yeah. I, mean, I think people, it's less yeah. of a teachable craft because actors actors follow a script, but there's a lot of skill in like the way in which they follow a script, right? Oh, I'm not Whereas sure stand up stand up comedy is right. Okay, <laughs> we can go in on actors later. Whereas stand up comedy is more about the script itself, mm. and it's like harder to like you 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 encounter a lot of people I find as a working comic who are like they're skilled comedians, like they can deliver lines, like mm. they understand the principles, but their material just sucks because they're not interesting and they don't have interesting thoughts. Whenever um, you, you whenever, when, whenever you say like skilled comedian, I always just imagine like a comedian juggling. I don't know why. <laughs> like it's like it's a skill, but it's just nothing to do with nothing to do with comedy. Yeah, like they they could they could fit you a bathroom sink. You know what I mean? Like yeah, they're like doing they they're doing mad stuff with like Excel. <laughs> <laughs> they can do a V lookup. Yeah. They're into that. Sorry, we interrupted you. What were you about to say? No, I, I mean it's, it's essentially the same thing about like not being able to like teach a certain part of it, like journalism in particular. Mm. Um, I'm saying this as a journalism major, so it, it's self-criticism. Mm. Um, the, I like struggle you can session. Be, you can be, you can be, you can be taught um, to write a headline, to write a paragraph, to write a lead. Um, what questions you should ask in an interview with another person. Um, but you know, mm. a writer's voice, um, how to be objective versus subjective. Uh, mm. These things are really not, it will be taught not, in the same way like not sciences. Teachable. Yeah, no, no, I can, yeah. no, I, no, I, I agree with you. I mean, mm. uh, I don't. I think it's pretty difficult to teach to teach someone to be good at creative writing if they don't have a kind of natural mm. flair for it. You can teach someone how to like produce kind of competent yeah. writing. Not everyone can be Dan Brown. That's right. Yeah. Who? Yeah. I was gonna say I was gonna make some like gonna make some joke about him being on the Iowa's. Iowa writing program, but it's it's not going to land. You're not going to know what that is, and and then I'll have to explain it to you. And yeah, no, no, there we go. No, no, Dan Brown actually broke Watergate. That's (laughs) that's what that's what one of his books was about. With the help of a flagellating Catholic monk, yeah, and Um, a knight and a knight templar. Yeah, that's just one, not the knights. No, just one single one knight. (laughs) Yeah, knights templar. It's an attorney's general thing. 
And they did a sex tape called uh, One Night in Paris. <laughs> Regrettable. Regrettable. What a night from the Knights Templar Funked Paris Hilton. Yep. That's the sex tape. That's the joke. Great. <laughs> That's yeah. the joke, lads. Mm. Mm. And there we and are. There we have and then it. we close with a bit. But we also, just a stray observation, oh, we yeah. again see Elaine's coat, which, because Elaine doesn't have a proper storyline in this episode, so no. that's She's a little just bit there of a thumbs cute, down. She's know. just there being adorable. Mm-hmm. Um, Elaine tries to fix the situation by going to talk to Sharon and persuade her not to run the story. Mm. And then she refuses to take her big coat off like she's refused to take her big coat off at Jerry's apartment. And I just, again, it's just, it's just a stray observation. It's Lots just a lovely little bit of character development. She's the awesome. Um, wait, 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 out. we forgot something. There oh. was the, the whole thing that starts off the, um, her, cause she initially decides not to like run the story with the gay angle, but she eventually goes with it because Jerry gets a two track phone, a two uh, line phone. Of course. Which I'm going to be honest. This is the one, look, I, I'm famous. In my in my friendly circles, for being an old man, mm-hmm. um, I watched films in the nineteen twenties. Um, I had a typewriter up until a couple of years ago, a couple months ago. Sorry, mm. um, I. And you finally upgraded. I, <laughs> I was not aware that phones you couldn't like do call waiting on a phone for a long time. Is that what this is? That just you can no, call oh, someone? No, 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 what no, is this? no, no, no. A two line a two line phone is. Um, is a phone where it where it literally splits the line into two, so that if you're on the phone, someone can someone can call you, but it's only one other person. So like mm. if so if you have call waiting, then yeah. So th- this is actually listed in the, in the goofs. There's egg oh. on the egg on the face of uh. Or, yeah, it says factual errors. Um, a two line phone needs two phone lines to work. What Jerry is doing could be accomplished with call waiting. Ah. Okay, oh, so it's completely useless. It's and completely it's useless. A, it's a. I don't. Uh, yeah, I never. Uh, I never thought to question the two-line phone. <laughs> yeah, MacGuffin. <laughs> Miscellaneous. George's mother says she had to call the super, aka apartment superintendent, to help her when she fell and threw her back out. In later episodes, it is established that the Costanzas have long lived in a house in Queens. Incredible. Oh, that that is true. They do live in a house in Queens. Uh, mm. Him Costanza moving in with them is a, is a major plot point. Oh, revealing mistakes. Uh, the the guy who gets a sponge bath would never have been housed next to Estelle. So that's mm. that is a, that is a revealing mistake. Yeah, Jerry Seinfeld knows like nothing MVP. about hospitals. Knows nothing. And he doesn't care about to hospitals, know. and he doesn't care to know. Um, another stray, another stray observation. In the end, how does George enter Jerry's apartment without anyone buzzing him in? He barges into the apartment without Jerry buzzing him in. Four of eleven found this interesting. This is like this happens all the time. There could have been someone coming in the door. If you if you press a button, like eventually someone's gonna let you in. Like delivery drivers do this all the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's a bullshit. That's a bullshit goof. There's also the bit where he gets these really gay birthday presents, and he's really upset about the guys and dolls tickets. And George says it's not not a Nazi. George says it's not. (laughs) George says it's not guys and guys. That's right. Which is it's It's a funny. It's a funny. It's like an Adam and Steve bit. (laughs) Yeah, 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 it is. Um, Yeah, I'm just trying to think if there are any other stray observations. It's about guys playing with dolls. We've been doing this. We've been doing this episode noteless, which is why our guest Mm. has had to do the recap. Look, I, Um, I, I, I had a feeling that. You know, I remember when uh, Milo, were you on the episode where um, 
Alice and I discussed um, uh, uh, what the fuck is the name of the movie of Tom Hanks in Afghanistan doing the Afghanistan thing. Do you remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Charlie, Charlie Wilson's, Wilson's War. War. No, I certainly was. Yes. Yes. We, we recorded that episode was longer than the movie itself. Oh, we often do that. Oh, yeah. We oh, okay. Do. Well, I mean, I just remember that being that. like, okay, we have to stretch uh, this 22 minute episode out. Yeah. It's probably going to be a lot of paths taken down. Oh, I have to be a lot, of, sure. a lot of riffs. Yeah. yeah. Our episode yesterday about more rats was substantially longer than the film More Rats. Well, it was it was the same length as the version that you watched. Yeah. The extended cut. Because you watched the, <laughs> the extended <laughs> cut. The, the extended the, cut is a full half hour the, longer uh, than the regular cut. You watched cut. the marginalia one. worst things I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. It's absolutely. Terrible. Yeah. No, no. It's terrible. Yeah. I can only imagine what the two hour version is like. I only watched the extended cut, like, sort of by accident it was just the version i happened to get it wasn't i didn't realize it was the extended cut was, until i realized yeah, that the, i'd seen a lot of more rats that you the, and alex hadn't mar- seen it was the marginalia version it was the one that has like the gospel of judas in it mm, that's right yeah <laughs> yeah the extended version of more rats the I, I, I appreciated the, i want i want to be you know i appreciated the gospel of judas the film more rats is the gospel of judas oh jesus okay all right yeah. all right well that's what that's what it that's, begins with what is, what is the ending what bit what does jerry end this episode okay, i can't remember so he ends mm. the bit with saying yeah. with uh the uh declamatory opening statement i am not gay yeah, absolutely fine. Not a problem with that. No. We're we're a broad church on the Seinfeld podcast, yeah. and we don't care if you're not gay. That's right. Yeah, we don't. Um, we prefer it if you were. Yeah, but we don't Obviously. mind if you're not. But yeah. if you if you happen to be a birthday boy, that's fine too. That's also fine. Yeah, I do. Birthday boy being a slur for heterosexual. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, he's a bit of a birthday boy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That's mm. right. That's what I say about like literally all of my female friends' boyfriends. Like, yeah, birthday boy. Calling getting <laughs> pussy a treat from mother. Oh, God. Don't call it a treat from mother. <laughs> don't, don't do that. Don't I'm do sorry, that. Okay, that's my, a, that's my, that's my advice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, not, not during, obviously. No. No, no, no. treats from mother are maximum politics. Yeah, They're importantly right. not maximum pussy. <laughs> that is right. Treats from mother are inherently political. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what is inheritance but a treat from mother? <laughs> oh, God's sake. Um, um, yeah. So he, so he says, I'm not gay, but I am single, thin and neat. So everyone assumes that I'm gay. I feel like this is like quite an outdated set of Because this is, this yes. is kind criteria. of pre-men pre realizing that you can look after yourself. This is like yeah, uh, this only is, gay guys were able to do that in the nineties. This is pretty. I'm not even really joking. I think that probably is true. This yeah. is probably like an accurate stereotype of the time. Like, and I assume it's also before uh, the different types of. I was going to say the different types of gay. That's not. That's not what I mean. To be clear, I oh, mean like the taxonomy of gay yeah, men. Yeah, the taxonomy like the bears, of gay men. Yeah, I think that yeah. that was. It was before that had made its way into like mainstream understanding. I think yeah. like if mm-hmm. unless, I think that was fairly recent that that hit mainstream yeah, understanding. Like, I th- last th- yeah, I years. don't think you would necessarily n- know what a, like a bear or an otter or a twink was in yeah. like the nineties, unless you happen to be part of mm. that community. Aging twink Jerry Seinfeld. He, no, I don't think he is. A, I don't think no, he's ever no. a twink. That, that man, ever that, a twink. If, if, if that man is a twink, then I'm the Pope. Like, just... <laughs> wait, what kind of gay guy is that? <laughs> the gay guy who wears a big hat. It's the gay guy with a mitre. Yeah, that's right. It's the gay guy who wants to get up and put on his hat. Mm. Mm. Yeah. It's the gay guy who drives a little 
golf buggy around. If you look closely at the Pope's staff, there's a there's like a a, a, a ring shaped mark about halfway up, and you know what that means. Look, if we want to talk about interior design, yeah, the Pope <laughs> has got that. So chapel is quite gauche. It's quite. It's a little bit vulgar. Like when mm. he brought brought his boyfriend back, he was a bit like, "This is a bit much, isn't it?" Yeah. A bit, how many How many vases do you need, Pope? Mm. Yeah. What's the, the Pope lives with lives with like fifteen <laughs> other guys. Yeah. That's a polykill. That's what the Vatican is. <sighs> Look. <laughs> Why is this my life? Yeah. Anyway, so anyway, Jerry's yeah. talking so about So he's talking and he's t- and he's talking about he's single and thin and single and thin and neat, which is yeah, I think feel like very straight 90s criteria. Uh and then he sort of he goes into a bit about about how you can he imagine a gay man who is slovenly overweight and has a wife and mm. that would be like an unconvincing gay man. Yes, if you have a wife, that if you that have a wife, that's a red flag not for not being yeah. gay. Yeah. I, th- I feel like that's a little bit of a red flag. Like, if I was a gay man, I would probably not be particularly attracted to someone who had a wife. But who yeah, knows? probably not, who and knows? certainly not to their wife. I sp- you could be bi- you could be bi and have a wife. That's true. If you're bi and you have a wife, your wife is called your bife. That's right. Yeah. Um, Special term for is, the wives of bisexual is men. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like I had something to say about this. <laughs> oh, which is yeah. What's funny the about it? Husbands of bisexual is women are called stereotype husbands. Stereotype that like a gay, like a man, a man in his thirties specifically who is single is probably gay. <laughs> yeah, that's, because that's pretty. This gay. is before gay men were allowed to go out with each other or have sex. <laughs> so it's like you just your options are either be straight or be single. Those I were think the two. By single, he means unmarried because he's not single right, okay. strictly because he's always dating. Mm. Like he always has a girlfriend, so he's not yeah. single as such. I mm. think he. I think he just means not married. This yeah. is before they could. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I think there were a lot of gay people in like quite serious relationships then. It's just like I, I don't know. I just thought it was like no, a funny that was, little that was curio invented in the year two thousand. Like, yeah. part that's part of the millennium. This feels thing. like it's a stereotype it's about gay people from the fifties that is like in the night. Mm. Well, of course he's a lonely bachelor. But also, like yeah, thin and neat. It doesn't seem mm. like it. It, it, it seems like odd things to choose. It's not a strong bit. Yeah. It's not a strong bit That's to finish up That's a bit Will and Grace, on. though. I can sort of see that being a, like it's an authentic so little, 90s stereotype. I, I guess so. But this yeah. is before Will and Grace. Well, I know, but it like kind of... Yeah, no, no, that, I know, no, I know what yeah. you mean. It's just, I, it's, not, it's not a strong bit. Mm. Um, it's a bit of a what's the deal bit. It is a bit of a what's the deal. What is the deal with being gay? It's not a kind of ferocious disapproval of it's adults having It's a pretty straightforward deal, to be honest. What is? What's the deal with being gay? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Have sex with men mostly, pretty straight down the line. Well, unless you're a gay woman, in which case. Oh yeah, case... I mean, yeah, I was st- gay as opposed to lesbian. As opposed to. Well, I don't know. I guess I get gay. Gay Milo, covers so both out faces. Here drawing some taxonomic lines. I'm trying to. <laughs> I'm trying to drive a wedge. Turn the communities against each other. No. Look, you know um, what? You know what? You know what? You know the reason why you are not one community is because one of you wants to have sex with men and the other does not. There's <laughs> a bunch of people nodding and taking like, notes. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, right. I see. Yeah, and that's why the bisexuals are—they are the 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 melding, the the glue, the that melding holds, glue that holds the whole thing together. The melding glue. Yeah. Melding glue. <laughs> melding glue. Melding glue. Um, we love to meld. We love to meld. We? we love to glue things to other things. We do. It remains for Sony. Thanks, Seamus, very much for joining us. Seamus, <laughs> thank you. Seamus, thank you so for much for being the melding glue. <laughs> for being the melding that has glue. melded this episode together. It was my pleasure. <laughs> yes. No. Um, um, this is a this is a wonderful episode. 
Um, the next episode on this, uh, The Old Man, also a classic. Mm. I can't a, wait to hear uh, that one. It's a, it's a great episode. Great it episode. really, really is The right. Old Man. Um, Seamus, is there anything you'd like to plug to our loyal hawks? I, I don't believe in good conscience I can plug my Middle Eastern politics substack. Um, or, or I disagree. Oh, yeah. I strongly I disagree. Absolutely. <laughs> but you can put, I, I'm hoping that Milo will put the links to that. Uh, yeah, we'll, put that in the, we'll put that in the episode notes if you fancy, like you know, some oh, yeah. intellectual do a little substance, link. yeah, um, to finish off your Seinfeld pod listening, mm. like like a finisher, yeah, the that's gym. right, yeah, it's it's uh, yeah, it's some some vegetables, yeah, you know. burnout, yeah, Th- this is this is like not even not even candy, but that like like the Ameri- like the real the real sugary American stuff, like the high fructose corn syrup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, candy corn. Like you don't even want to know what's in it. Yeah. But now you got to have some broccoli. Yeah. And that is Seamus's Middle Eastern politics blog. But it's good broccoli. It's like it's been sautéed with a bit I'm of garlic sorry. and butter. I call, butter, it, I you call know. it a blog because I'm elderly, not because I'm trying to be insulting. Blog, you and your blog. <laughs> you and your blog. <laughs> oh, going on, going on blogger.com, is it, Seamus? No. Oh, oh, we don't talk about that one. Um, <laughs> no, I have the subsect there, and I also have a Twitter you can follow uh, that okay. many people do. Uh, I've been told. Uh, more. Seamus underscore Malik. Uh, go for that. It's nice. I, I, I think it's nice. I think yeah, I post I think nice so. things. Hey, I follow Seamus on Twitter. Thank be you, like Milo. be like me and follow Seamus on Twitter. That yeah. is the only way that you should be like him. Yeah. Good advice. <laughs> Sound advice. And on that bombshell, uh, if you're listening to this, uh, hey, we have a Patreon. It's three dollars a month. You can subscribe to it and you get a bonus episode every two weeks. Uh, or if you pay $5, you get the bonus episode plus the monthly movie corner episode and the uh, the Twilight miniseries with all Australian guests, yep. um, where this month's is with Aidan Taco Jones, who uh, we made to watch the fourth Twilight movie, Breaking Dawn Part 1, having never seen any of the others. Mm-hmm. And he will never watch any of the so others. So if He's you want to hear that. a super angry Australian... <laughs> yeah. He then said you, then you that, can for $5 a month. During that recording, he said to me, I'll be honest with you, if we weren't such good friends, I would not have finished this fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, so tune in for that, and we will see you next week on the bonus feed. Bye. Bye. Bye.